0: Hello, this is Daniel Gregory. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of the Perceptive Photographer Podcast. You're listening to episode 387 of the podcast, and I guess this is take 400 of me trying to say 387. So I've edited all of that out, so we've tightened up the podcast so you don't have to listen to me learn how to say 387 today for some reason over and over again. Hope you're having a wonderful week and a chance to get out there and do something fun and creative If you are looking to really take the next step in your photography, you want to get to understanding the nuts and bolts of the why you make photographs, the reason you make the photographs, and how to talk about your photographs in a really meaningful way, in a deeply insightful way, and really take your photographs to the next level, consider enrolling in my Meaningful Image Workshop. This is an eight-month online workshop. We meet about every two to three weeks. And through that process, we will dive into the voice, vision, signature, and style elements of who you are as a photographer and have you come out of the other side of that with a really clear understanding of the nuts and bolts of how and why you make your photographs. I've got just a couple of spots left in that workshop. It is quickly filling up here as we get closer to the deadline. It starts in October. If you hit my website, danieljgregory.com, you can learn more information there and register. Okay, this week I wanted to talk about something that I think is really kind of a cool thing we can do in our approach to our photography that a lot of times I don't read about or hear people talking about, but I think it's a really cool thing to do. It'll be a great exercise for you to go out and shoot or dig through your existing archive. Either way, I think you can you can apply what we're going to talk about today. And that's the power of working with two or working with diptychs. And we could throw a triptych in there if we needed to, but a diptych is uh, putting two images together so that they hang side by side. It's kind of a cohesive group. So there are two things that pull together and they are both strong, good photographs, but together make a much more compelling, interesting dynamic. And working with triptychs and diptychs is really interesting. And the reason I like to work with the diptychs is I think that the pairing of two is an easier place to start. The sequencing is a little easier, and so it's a good place to just kind of get started with this exercise. But every time we talk about photography these days, we seem to talk about story and storytelling, that every photograph needs to tell a story. And while I do think most photographs have some story, it may not be a good story, maybe a pretty boring story, or maybe an amazing story, maybe a really compelling story. But we look at the photograph and they should have a story. Now, the other thing about stories, though, is, like I said, not every story is a good story. And I also think some stories aren't necessarily told in one photograph. And so to get a more comprehensive story, we need to add a second chapter so to speak. We're going to add in something else. It's why I think cohesive bodies of work are interesting. When we start to sequence larger bodies of work, we start to get a more comprehensive story that can get told, a more interesting narrative with subplots and characters that can develop. So the diptych is the start of that process. And so what we want to do is we want to go out and we want to start to think about working in pairs. We want to start thinking about working with two. So if we're going to go out and say do a portrait, I'm going to do some portrait. Like I've got a series I'm getting ready to start of some artists on the island. I want to photograph them in their studio. So I could go have them get dressed up in their painter's garb or their sculpting gear, whatever they're going to do. And I could take that portrait of them inside the studio. Then I can hang that series of artists up on the wall. And I have an interesting story of uh, good portraits, interesting portraits of these artists in their studios. Been done a lot. People have done it before, but I have an interest in doing that. And I want to tell some of those stories. But I'm starting to think more and more as I'm sketching out that, I'm starting to reach out to people about diptychs and using two stories there. So basically I can have the portrait and then maybe a second image that tells an extension of that. So maybe there's pottery going on and I get a element of the pottery. Maybe it's the kiln. Maybe it's a a set of tools. Maybe it's some of the leftover materials on the floor. But I start to use the portrait of the person and something else in their studio to start to give a little bit more insight into who they are and how they work and what tells an interesting component of their relationship. If I think about my landscape work and taking pictures that are of distance large scale landscapes like I normally take, plus close-up work or detailed work, and I pair those together. So there's this thing in the distance, this thing close up that we observe the two as one. There's a power in having us see the large landscape and the smaller intimate portion of the landscape, the landscape within the landscape, so to speak. So as we start to think about pairing those two things, I start to create a different ability within myself to think about the story. I no longer have to try to capture everything in the single image. I can use the multiple image factor to create that. Now, the reason I think it's so interesting is we can go back through our existing work and probably find a lot of that. And as we're going out to shoot new work, I think it requires us to think a little bit differently about approaching the photography. It requires us to think a little bit more about the story ahead of time. We're required, I think, to dig a little deeper into what is it that I'm trying to say about whatever it is that I'm photographing such that when I photograph, I make sure that I'm giving myself the most flexibility to tell that story in these two photographs. And again, I want to narrow it down to the two photographs because I want to challenge myself to make sure that that story I'm telling is well edited and that it's a tight story. It's a crystal clear story. It's not oh, I just went out and shot a bunch of stuff and found two photos that work together. But that those two photographs together say something more than the photographs could do as individual photographs. And that I'm telling the story that I want to tell that is reflective of the thing that I'm photographing. And I think that additional work, when I then go back to photographing the single image, gives me the chance to really start to think about the more comprehensive elements of the narrative in that storytelling that I want to do. So in many ways, if I'm going back to the single image, having done a set of diptychs or a set of triptychs and thinking about the broader story means that as I'm thinking about what is it that I want to say, I'm going to take more time to understand at a deeper level what it is that I'm trying to say. So instead of just, wow, that's cool, that's pretty, that's sort of interesting, I start to get into that deeper essence, that deeper meaning that defines the work that I'm trying to create. And that to me is one of the interesting elements. Now, the other interesting element is when we hang the diptychs or when we present the diptychs, one of the other things that we're doing now is we're challenging the viewer to take in both images as individual images, but also as a single piece pulled together. So as we whether we frame them together or we position them side by side, however we present them, we're asking the viewer of those photographs to also engage in making a stronger connection to the work because there are now two elements within the story, two elements within the construct of what I'm trying to communicate. As they look at that, they're given more information to start to understand the photograph hopefully what that does is it allows for them to have a deeper connection to the work because they're able to now have multiple points of entry into understanding how we're approaching the work, how we're approaching the thing that we're trying to share. So by creating that sense of two, we end up in a much better position I think as the creator and as the viewer. Now I think the challenge in creating the diptychs is that it becomes very easy to have a really strong photograph. And then to grab a photograph that we think is sort of interesting that would pair well with it. But I think to make a good diptych, we have to pay attention first and foremost to the strength of the two images themselves. Do we have two really strong images? Because we don't want to diminish the one image that's really strong with a weaker image. So we need two photographically strong images, which means attention to detail of color, light, form, composition, shape, pattern, all of those elements, point of view, all the things that come together to make a good photograph are now doubled because there's two. Because we have to think about the relationship between the two. Do they hang side by side? Do they represent side by side well? Or when I put those two photographs together, do they not quite fit? Are they like misaligned puzzle pieces where they almost fit? but not quite because I need them to be really strong together to not diminish the both. So as we're learning about how to edit, not process, but edit and select and sequence images, starting with pairing two together is the first step of making a larger series. And so by finding what is the strongest of the photographs and how do I make those photographs work together and of my strong 10 photographs I took from this one session, which are the two that work together the best, which to visually communicate what I mean so that I can also verbally communicate what I mean. And I think that's a real challenge. I think that's a skill that serves us well because it's teaching us how to go about the sequencing process just at a micro scale so that we then add in another photograph, another photograph, and another photograph. We're now taking the step approach to learning how to sequence. Rather than trying to sequence 20 images, we've learned how to sequence two, we've learned how to sequence three, and we can take that next step forward. So it can be a challenge to do that. But I think working in that paired approach can be hugely beneficial for a lot of us in making more compelling work. Now, the other thing that I found interesting about working with diptychs is not just, you know, telling the compelling story, but I can start to work diptychs with diptychs, where I have two images that pull together where one is, say, an object and one is a study of color of that object. I go to the next diptych, it's an object and a study of color within the object and work on my way down the line. So in many ways, I can use the diptychs to explore multiple aspects of the photography without them having to be individualized components where it's a study of color or objects photographed. I can use the two together to be wow that's an interesting study of color that's happening in this larger body of work of diptychs and an interesting study of object and together they make a uniform piece and the next diptych makes a uniform piece. So we end up with a much more compelling sensibility of approaching a much larger message, a much bigger message in our photography and giving us in some ways a little bit more flexibility. So As you think about your photography going forward, or if you go back to edit your work, sequence your work, start thinking about photographs in pairs. Start thinking about telling stories in pairs, two images to tell the story instead of one photograph. And at the same time, use the constraint of the diptych to not let you have 10 images to tell the story, just the two images. I think you'll be surprised when you start working this way how much your photography quickly improves as you start to understand more and more about your approach to storytelling and narrative. Hope you have a wonderful week behind the camera. Thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me out of your weekend. I've got a busy week and there's lots of podcasts out there, so I appreciate you tuning in. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you next time.